Hey, Horace, give us three shots of your best bourbon. And have that Russian waiter I like bring it over. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Russian Tim, and I'm the host of weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia. Tune into CITR 101.9 FM every Thursday from 10 to 11 a.m. And you can also find the podcast on CITR.ca, iTunes, and my blog, rocketfromrussia.tumblr.com. Well, I got my heart up in a beautiful mess I should have known better when I took the rest I had to wreck myself and a gamble I broke Yeah, shaking something mental At loss for the words I would know
Hello, hello, hello. You're listening to the radio station CITR on 101.9 FM in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Good morning. This is weekly punk rock radio show Rocket from Russia. My name is Russian Tim and today I will be playing for you as always some punk rock uh, music for your uh, listening pleasure. Hopefully we will uh, have a great time for the next um, hour or maybe even more. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, I started off the show with a song by the band called Hot Water Music uh, from their latest uh, studio album called Exister. And that was a song called Drag My Body. The reason I opened the show with the Hot Water Music because today on the show I will play you my interview with Chuck Reagan, who is the singer of uh, the fantastic and legendary band Hot Water Music. In the end of last year, December 20th, Chuck played a show, a solo acoustic uh, show at the Biltmore Cabaret. And before the show, I got a chance to talk to Chuck and uh, did a small interview with him. So today on the show, I will play you that interview. Very, very logical. Uh, also, on the show, in the very end, um, we will do a few ticket giveaways because there are lots of cool shows are happening this weekend. I counted at least five cool shows, which I'm uh, very curious to see and we'll see how much time we have I think I should have the next hour from 11 to 12 uh, available to me because uh, there are some changes in the schedule and this spot is open so I think today we will uh, in the first part we'll do the interview with Chuck and then uh, pr- uh, listen to some shows uh, local shows which are happening this weekend which I'm excited about and I want you to be aware of those shows and also do some ticket giveaways but before we begin um like I said, interview with Chuck Reagan, and uh, we will do that. I will play you the interview. I'm kind of losing the logic here a little bit. Anyhow, um, let's, um, yeah, we will do the, we'll hear the first part of my interview with Chuck Reagan after a little bit of music. This is Chuck Reagan. Hello, 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 this is Chuck Reagan, and you are listening to Rocket from Russia on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Turn it up.
nothing, baby. It ain't nothing. It ain't nothing but a good time. Hello, hello, you're listening to Rocket from Russia on CITR, and this is uh, local Vancouver, British Columbia, uh, situated and located weekly punk rock radio show on CITR 101.9 FM. And we just heard Chuck Reagan, uh, that was a song called Something May Catch a Fire, uh, from his brand new studio album Till Midnight, which came out uh, in 2014 on Side One Dummy Records. Uh, yes, that was Chuck Reagan, and today on the show I will play you uh, the interview with Chuck Reagan. Before I did the interview of Chuck, uh, everybody told me that then people told me about that. Uh, then I told people that I, would do, I was about to do an interview with Chuck, that he is a super, super nice person. And generally speaking, when I do the interviews with bands, everybody is super nice, super um, welcoming and super, you know, interesting to talk to. But Chuck was next level. He welcomed me to the his dressing room. He offered me food, beer. He was super, super hospital. And like, and that absolutely confirmed, uh, you know, this um, his kind of I don't know, known uh, persona, not persona, but you know what I mean. That he is extremely, extremely nice person. So, let's check out the part one of my conversation with Chuck Reagan of Hot Water Music, and now he plays with camaraderie as a solar uh, musician. And we mostly talked in the first part about his brand new studio album, Till Midnight. He took a little bit of different approach to uh, choosing songs, recording songs, and actually writing songs for this album. Let's check it out. This is part one of my conversation with Chuck uh, Reagan of uh, Hot Water Music and the solo artist the Camaraderie. Um, you're listening to Rocket from Russia on CITR. Welcome back to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and congratulations on the release of your fantastic album Till Midnight, which Thank came you. out on Side One Dani on March 25th this year. Yeah, yes, it did. Yeah. I'm super excited about this album uh, because, you know, the quality of your songwriting is never a question, it's always at the highest level. But this album, I'm very excited about the arrangements you made. Was it something that you came up with while you were writing songs home at, in North Carolina, or did the group of musicians and uh, the uh, pr producer Christopher Torn help you out to figure out the sound for those new songs? Yeah, for sure. Uh, for one, I don't live in North Carolina. I live in uh, Northern California. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, that's okay. I, so I live up by uh, Lake Tahoe close to Lake Tahoe, Northern California. Uh -huh. But, uh, no, that's fine. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, man, I, I, uh, the majority of the, 
uh, songs were written before uh, we even started that session. Um, I I write constantly, and uh, I'm always kind of putting stuff aside and everything. And I normally, my rule of thumb is normally I love to have however many songs are going to go on the record, I'd like to have at least twice the songs to be able to filter through it cut them back uh-huh. cut them down and then get pick choose the best record uh-huh. so I did that and I got all these kind of parts ideas some of them weren't completely finished tunes and then I brought Christopher Thorne in the mix and then he, he helped me kind of cut them down you know I think we started with over 30 30 ideas and songs and we just kept cutting it down and when we got to a comfortable number I sent it to all the guys uh-huh. and then yeah and then when we had the band all come out uh, to my place that's when everything started really coming together like I mean the structures of the songs were pretty much there uh, you know they're very simple straightforward structures but uh, the what the guys what the camaraderie has to offer is what really really makes makes those songs what they are uh-huh. makes those songs shine you know in one of the interviews about the process of those uh, recording for uh, till midnight you said from a songwriter and recording artist's perspective you know you're on the track when you feel like you're the weakest link in the bunch could you please elaborate <laughs> yeah that's funny um yeah man uh like all the guys that i play with are just incredibly talented like i mean they are just incredibly incredibly talented um you know uh joe ginsburg Well, I'll start uh, John Gaunt, who I've known the longest out of this group. Uh, I met him years and years ago, and we, we started playing. We maybe played for the first time maybe, uh, you know, 11 years ago, 12 years ago maybe. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's been, it's been a long time. But we didn't really start... Um, start playing consistently until maybe 2006 mm-hmm. and uh, you know he's just phenomenal incredible fiddle player violinist classically trained but he just has this like dirt and stomp and, and like just this rock and roll attitude uh-huh. with, that he plays as a classically trained fiddle player it's amazing and uh, uh, in 2008 I met um, or no 2007 I met Todd Bean for the first time pedal steel player he is just absolutely phenomenal uh, he's a great guitar player uh, he's a great lo- I mean he's just has a great head on his shoulders um, you know when it comes to thinking about music and structure and, and he's just one of those players that can just drop right in no matter what he'd never heard the song before and he can just get right in there and uh joe ginsburg who we met in 2010 is the same same way he's absolutely the one of the best bass players i've ever played with in my life and uh and just a a joy to be around you know um in 2011 i started um doing a lot of touring with social distortion 
and David Hidalgo Jr. plays drums, Social D, and uh, and with him, man, I mean, like, I don't know if you're familiar with his background or his drumming and everything, but he's just a solid, solid player, one of the deepest pockets you'll ever you'll ever find in the drumming world, and uh, and he's just. I mean, I could go on and on about him. My point is, you know, the, here's these four, like, heavyweights to me. You know what I mean? Like, each of them are just a powerhouse of a musician, you know. And when I go up there and I get to play with these guys, I count my blessings, man. I feel so lucky. And that's when I feel like, I'm like, man, I get to play with these guys. You know, I feel like I'm the weakest link. You know, <laughs> these are all the strong. These are all the strong players. These guys make my songs sound that much better. So, um, I'm not sure if you're the weakest links, but those arrangements, I just fell in love with this album. Like you did this before, the group sort of versions of your songs, not just yeah. acoustic. But I think this is where you found. I don't know if this is just the songs or like the whole arrangements or probably the players, but. This is like I think this is just the ideal sound for those songs. Thanks, man. I, we feel the same way. I, I mean, like I think I think it was. This is what I believe it is. I think it's a combination of obviously the players, all of us together, but it was the way that we did it. You know, um, before before we ever uh, did anything, I sent those guys all the songs, and then we all I flew them all out to California. And we spent a week at my place where uh, we just, we were going fishing every day and we would go fishing early in the morning. We'd come back to the house and we would just start playing music. And then, and then we would, you know, make some food, build a fire out in the back yard and sit around the fire, play some more music, talk about the songs, talk about what we were doing and just, and it, and just kept going. And then the next morning we we're back fishing again talking about what we did and then back in the and we did camaraderie that. yeah it was beautiful and and i did that on purpose i mean i just wanted to me uh if you're going into a studio um if the bond isn't there then you know it's 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 gonna sound disconnected you know if if people are on the same page you know uh with each other overall You know, the, I feel like the sound is going to come across more, you know, just together, and and that's what we wanted to do. And then also, what I what we did is we booked a tour intentionally right before we were to go into the studio. So you live. Yeah, man. So I just wanted I wanted to get out on the road. I wanted us to be like I didn't even care if we were working on the songs. We worked on the songs a little bit, but uh, not that much. But it was more important just to play as this group and really just become, you know, this... A team. A team, yeah. Yeah. Just me. 
Hello, hello, hello. You're listening to the radio station CITR. This is weekly punk rock radio show Rocket from Russia. And today on the show, I'm playing you my interview with Chuck Reagan. Uh, we just heard a super song by, from his uh, studio album called Till Midnight. That was a song called Non-Typical, and it featured the beautiful voice of Jenny O. Uh, she played with Chuck on Revival Tour, and then Revival Tour came to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. She, I believe she was on the tour as well. I didn't go to the show, unfortunately, but I think she was on the show. Speaking of Revival Tour, in part two of our interview, I asked a couple of questions about Revival Tour, about how... Chuck met uh, Jay Malinowski on Bedouin Soundclash, of Bedouin Soundclash, who also was on a tour. And actually, the, when the Chuck played in Vancouver in December, uh, Jay Malinowski joined him for a couple of tracks uh, on stage, and it was very, very cool to see a um, Canadian, and uh, I think Jay lives now in Vancouver, BC, uh, kind of local, pretty much artist, to join a legendary Chuck Reagan. That was cool. And also, we talked a little bit about music for a computer game. So let's check out. This is part two of my conversation with Chuck Reagan. Uh, here it is, part number two. You came up with the idea of uh, Revival Tour. Throughout the years, um, you toured with so many wonderful and amazing uh, artists. Is there an artist who hasn't played Revival Tour yet, but you would like them to play sometime? Oh, there's hundreds. There's you, hundreds. Really? Yeah, sure. Do you have somebody in mind? Oh, man. I mean, I could go on and on. Uh, you know, John Moreland, um, Jason Isbell, Steve Earle, uh, <laughs> you know, Amanda Shires. Uh, <laughs> okay. Know, first aid <laughs> kit. Like, I could go on and on and on. Uh, yeah, there's, there's, there's a ton of them out there. Last year, you brought Revival Tour to Canada and to Vancouver specifically, and you had Jay Malinowski of Veteran Soundclash, who grew up in Vancouver, play the Revival Tour. Could you please tell the story how you met him and how you invited him to play uh, Revival Tour? I met him uh, through... Well, I, I originally heard about his band just through um, being on Side One Dummy. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, Bedouin Soundclash was a Side One Dummy recording artist. And... Uh, My wife and I loved this band, and we always, uh, we we would always, you know, I mean, we listened to the music, doing a lot of stuff, but for some reason, it was a band that we would always listen to while we were cooking. So, and uh, it wasn't until, um, I'd have to ask Jay, because I can't remember what year it was, but uh, he came out to a show And it was the first time that we actually met face to face, and um, yeah, man, I, I, I mean, I just totally, I fell in love with that dude. He's a great, incredible human being, and uh, yeah, I mean, we just started communicating, and and it to me it was it was no question. I just wanted to get him out there, and uh, man, he just brought such a cool different element to that tour along with uh, the guys that he brought out, the entry um, beautiful musicians just incredible string section and uh, yeah man it, it was it was really something else it was really something 
Let's talk a little bit about you, the most recent project. You recorded a soundtrack to a computer game, The Flame in the Flood. Was your so try songwriting different uh, because you were writing for a game or um, was it the same uh, mindset uh, as you write for the album? There's two different answers, two answers to that question. So, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be, I've been working on this soundtrack for quite a while and uh I'm going going to be finishing it in January and February. Uh so I was I definitely when when I started working with the Molasses Flood, which is a group of guys that are putting all this together, um you know, I I asked for anything they could give me like for inspiration. What, you know, what's this game about? How's it go? Like show me some art and word clouds talk to me about it and we just communicated a lot on it and um man i i kind of fell in love not kind of i mean i i just totally fell in love with the the concept right away uh it's a it's a wonderful uh concept it's a really strong representation of of Sinclair's art and all of their talents all of those individuals talents and uh And I mean it's a game of survival. It's a game of of will and it's a game of you know uh getting getting by in the outdoors which is to me is something that I already write about in 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 a lot of ways. So I felt this immediate connection with it. And uh yeah, I'm I'm thrilled to be a part of it. For me it was cool because I was getting ready for the interview. Yeah. Uh first I watched your um, interview, not interview, a video with Andrew when you went out fishing, Andrew from Against Me. Yeah. And then I watched the trailer for the game. It looked to me the same. It just one is the real life and the one is in pictures, but it looked <laughs> quite similar. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Waters beyond fables and years is freedom is moving on. There's a silence that may be heard loud and clear and simple, wild and natural cadence. Keep my eyes open. My ears sharpen There's nothing to fear But fear itself is Oh, desperation Chasing horizons In the flame and the flood Through the briars and The trials and tales of old that cut me near Hell, keep my head Up the water Keep my eyes open Keep my ears sharpened There's nothing to fear But fear itself is Oh, desperation 
Hello, 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 you're listening to Rocket from Russia on CITR, a weekly punk rock radio show. My name is Russian Tim, and I'm playing for you some uh, punk rock and uh, acoustic uh, music uh, performed uh, mostly by Chuck Reagan. Uh, what did we hear? Yes, we heard a song, which that was the song The Flame and the Flood. Uh, this is a soundtrack or main uh, kind of track for the game, for the computer game, which um, Chuck talked about. I just looked it up on uh, the internet and The Flame and the Flood. This is a computer game, and as, as it says here, a rogue light river journey through the backwaters of forgotten post-societal America. Forage, craft, evade predators for PC and Mac. Um, uh, looks like this uh, game will be out uh, sometime in 2015, and they have uh, looks like they have enough money to produce this uh, game. And most importantly for us, uh, Chuck Reagan pr- produced and um, recorded a soundtrack for this game. Let's move on, and let's move on to the f- part three of my conversation with Chuck Reagan. And in this part, uh, we talk a little bit about another very interesting project and Chuck's love for burritos. Let's check out. This is part three of my conversation with Chuck Reagan on Rocket from Russia. Speaking of interesting projects, couple years ago you released a 7-inch which captured your performance with the Refugio Kids in Munich. I tried to find some information about it, but mostly it was in German. Could you please share this interesting uh, story? Yeah, um, so basically um, I have a dear friend over in Germany uh, that, that runs Uncle M music. Uh, his name's Mirko Glasser, and uh, he's he's just been a longtime friend, and I've collaborated with him. We've done a lot of work. Um, you know, I I feel like I owe him so much for for what he's done in helping our music get heard and helping us get out there over over in Germany. Um, he's a, he's just an incredible person to work with. Uh, some years ago, I guess it had to have been 2011, maybe. Um, maybe. Uh, he brought up an idea, and he said in, in Munich, there's a refugee house, you know, with some kids that uh, are, they're always in need. There's always new kids coming in, you know, and, and if they're either if they're displaced or you know, they don't have their parents or they've lost their parents or they're runaways, you know, they have this kind of place for them. And I said, all right, what can we do? Let's, how about a, can we do a benefit show or something? And uh, him and I together came up uh, with having, having a show where uh, we put it out there to the public and said, everybody's welcome to come. But you just either have to donate some money or you have to donate an instrument, like bring an instrument for the kids. And uh, man, the first one that we did, I was amazed because I, when we walked in, everybody had come early and there was a table, there was two tables lined up and it was full of instruments. I mean a few feet wide about four feet high just a pile of instruments for all the kids Uh, a lot of people donated uh, much money uh, for the refugee house and we played for the kids and had a wonderful time and and uh, I just loved helping them out you know how we did and 
you know, I, every time I go back there, the, the next time I went back, uh, the idea, we had this idea of uh, sending them some of my songs to learn because they have music classes there. So we sent them a few songs to learn, and then the, the plan was to go there when we passed through Munich, and we play these songs together, and we record it, and then we put it on a 7-inch, sold the 7-inch, and all the money goes to the refugee kids. And uh, that's what we did. Cool. And, and it, was, it was just wonderful. It was just, uh, you know, you know one of those moments that just really makes you happy to be alive. And in and, and that, you know, touring isn't always easy. Uh, you know, it it can get it can get uh, it can get crazy, and you can get worn down, and and it's really easy for people to get become jaded, you know, because you're you're going around and people are, you know, you show up, especially in this situation where there's there's food and there, you know what I mean, and uh, it's it's easy to lose touch with um, why you're even here. To be to begin with, and to me, it's when when you do things to give back to the community that brought you in in the first place. That's when it all becomes tied together. That's when it all makes sense. You have a song called California Burritos, <laughs> and we have a band uh, here in Vancouver called uh, Needles and Pins, a local band. Their drummer Macy, she runs a burrito shop called Budgie's Burrito. So as a gift, I decided to bring you their personal, their vegetarian burrito, and also um, a shirt, a cool shirt of their logo. You gotta be kidding me! Man. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that is so cool. Hey, that is so cool. Cool, poser Johnny O, shame dog Henry. Oh man. Hey. I really appreciate that, <laughs> and uh, yes, I love burritos yeah, very you do. much. Because there was no uh, confirmation in the song that you like burritos, yeah. so I took a risk. <laughs> I, it's funny because a lot of people asked. Uh, I wrote that song when I was maybe my early 20s, and uh, it's kind of funny and ironic because the chorus of that song is, you know, I can't stand feeling nothing, I can't stand feeling old. You know, and I was like in my early 20s, <laughs> feeling so old in those pesky early 20 years. <laughs> but, uh, but I don't, I, I have to this day, I don't know why that it, I named it California Burritos, other than the fact that I just love California burritos <laughs> or burritos in general. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just the style of the song. It reminded me of burritos. <laughs> Cheers, man. Opa.
That's a great song. I really like this song. And uh, Chuck Reagan, that was a song called California Burritos from his uh, debut studio album, uh, Feast or Famine. That was his uh, first uh, studio album. Uh, and yeah, and thanks to the Budgie Burritos, uh, thanks to Macy, they provide the best burritos in towns, in my opinion, in my honest opinion. Um, uh, check them out if you haven't tried them. Pretty tasty. Very, very tasty. Actually, I was there uh, last night. That's cool. All right, let's move on to the final part of the conversation with Chuck. And as always, um, in the end of the conversation, I asked him to remember and tell me a couple of uh, cool, funny, and interesting stories uh, about the past, about a couple of things. He's a great storyteller, so I was really hoping, and I succeeded, to get some interesting stories uh, out of him. And in the very, very end of the interview, we got a specific question from a listener of the show. Uh, let's let's check it out. This is part four of my conversation with Chuck Reagan. Here it is uh, on Rocket from Russia. Last year you were on Matt Pryor's show, Nothing to Write Home About. You were telling this cool story how you ended up signing and working with... Uh, 
aside one Daniel Records. The story was that after a hiatus, your wonderful wife Jill booked your show in San Francisco. Yeah. Then you went to do a complete control sessions with Joe Sib. Yeah. How you broke the string. Yeah, right away. And then the story was supposed to tell how did you sign up to Side One Danny? Yeah. But you got a phone call during the interview. I think it was Jill was calling. And after you got back with Matt to talk about the, you know, to continue the interview, he's like, what are we were talking about? I don't remember. And you went to the different topic. So <laughs> the story never got finished. Could oh. you please tell oh, finish the story? That's then? pretty funny. Um, yeah, man. I mean, honestly, like you know, I broke that string and uh, it Joe was still positive. He was still like, Hey man, it's cool. You know, he played another song, I changed the string really quick. I got up and I just played and it wasn't long after that that they just invited me into the office and sat down and they just man, that's when that's when it all happened. That's when they just said we would we would love to put out your records and I said, Man, I would I would love to make them for you. <laughs> Another cool, funny and a little bit dangerous story happened in Canada. Could you please share how you saved Dave Haas from being mugged? <laughs> oh man. Uh, that story's out there. Um <laughs> It's it's pro it's pretty easy to find, but yeah, I mean, all I know is I, you know, one of my, I mean, I don't even. It's kind of a bummer because it used to be just like my own personal uh, thing, but you know, I I use Epsom salt a lot uh, on the road sometimes, and yeah, you know, my I grew up skateboarding, and my knees, my back. You know, everything is just my shoulders. Everything is busted up all the time. Epsom salt is one of the best things in the world. And uh, soaking in Epsom salt is like, you know, one of the healing things that we could do. Um, we were finished a show in Toronto. Uh, he stayed out. Uh, I went back, you know, to the hotel just to have a soak. And... Uh, Yeah, I was soaking, just kind of kicking it in the tub, and I hear this, I hear this, hey, and just kind of this faint yelling, and and I got up, and I just, you know, I'm getting out of the tub, so I just grabbed the towel and threw a towel around me, and when I opened the door, uh, all I saw was Dave looking at me, you know, all wide-eyed, and I saw this stranger who I didn't know, and both of them had each other by the shirt and their fist raised, and and as soon as that guy saw me, I yelled, and uh, and he started taking off down the hall, and I went out to, ch to chase him down the hall, and Dave was like, It's cool, man. It's cool. You know, don't. Let him go. Yeah, because I mean, my first instinct was, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a violent person, you know, but it's, you know, if if you're, if you're, you know, m messing around with my family or my friends, like you're not, you're not on my, on my good list, you know, and uh, it's probably a good thing that I didn't chase the guy down the hall because. Um, I probably would have lost my towel at some point. 
and and then if I would have caught him and if we ended up, you know, I it it, it could have ended it could have ended a lot worse than it did. It ended up ending rather peace peacefully and <laughs> and I'm really glad that there's not, you know, uh hotel hotel, you know, camera footage on YouTube of some uh uh, naked, soaking wet, naked man chasing some stranger down a hallway and getting in a fight. <laughs> that wouldn't have been pretty. So. This year you played Fast with Hot Water Music and the solo show at the Woolly. Going back to Gainesville and playing a 20 years anniversary, pretty much headlining the last day at the Fest at the Bodhi D Plaza, and on the other <coughs> night, closing the Fest night at the Woolly. To me, it were completely two different setups, even at the same place, two different shows. For you, from the artistic perspective as a musician, was it different energy playing those shows? Oh yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, it's totally different energy playing with the camaraderie and playing with hot water I mean it's two completely different bands you know so yeah for sure speaking of Gainesville I heard the story that you know the hot water music was starting out sometimes you were recommending the touring band even they were supposed to be headlining not to headline the show but play second third whatever you thought could you please share a couple of maybe stories and maybe shows when a relatively known band had to play in the beginning just to get the, the best out of the show Yeah, I mean, like, there were, I mean, well, now that I'm on the spot trying to think of bands, um, I mean, we had just tons of shows like that. Uh, so many bands that would come by that were probably, you know, uh, bigger than us, you know what I mean? But, you know, it just, it didn't make sense, you know, it didn't make sense for them to play last because Gainesville was such a tight-knit local localized community um, you know everybody was highly supportive of the local bands so when you had a touring band unless it was a band that was a really big band you know that people would stick around for a lot of the time you know people would if it was a band on at the same caliber or level as us you know we would just recommend them playing you know second they didn't have to play first you know but we you know we were like you guys don't want to play last trust me every you know mo the majority of people will leave you know it's a work in town everybody everybody works so you know. and the final question of the interview is coming from our mutual friend and He asked me to ask you the question. Supposedly, it all will make sense. I'm not sure, but let's try it. Okay. He asked me to ask you, uh, when is your birthday? October 30th. Okay. Uh, yeah, and before Halloween, 1974. <laughs> and he said that he can put a good word and maybe, maybe it get you an audition with the Scorpios. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, tell him to put a good word in for me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for the interview. Thank you so much. No worries, my friend. Nice meeting you. Thank you. <laughs> good meeting you. Thank you. <laughs>
Hello, you are listening to the radio station CITR 101.9 FM, broadcasting live from the University of British Columbia, Canada. Great success, quality of uh, sound, I hope it's uh, serving your uh, standards of listening to the radio. Great. Wow, that was a good sentence. Wow, good grammar. Good job, Russia. All right, uh, we heard a song called uh, Vegabond. 
I think this is how I'm not I don't know this word Vegabond this is the name of the song and that was a track from Chuck Reagan's uh, last studio album called Till Midnight which came out uh, in 2014 uh, this song uh, features Ben Nichols uh, Chad Price and John Snodgrass who submitted uh, the last uh, question for the interview about the Scorpios. I'm not sure if I need to qual- clarify that joke, but uh, for maybe somebody is not uh, very familiar, there's a, a band called Scorpios, which features Joey Cape, uh, Brian, and uh, John Snapgrass, and it uh, featured uh, Tony Sly, uh, and uh, all four members, their uh, horoscope sign is Scorpio. So that was the whole joke that maybe sometime John Snodgrass put, can put a good word for Chuck Reagan so he can, uh, as a Scorpio, join the band called Scorpios. That was the joke. I th- Hopefully that makes some sense. Uh, no, it does. It totally does. I think it, uh, I hope it wasn't lame to explain the humor. Uh, maybe you just got it on your own. All right. Uh, as I said, um, I think uh, there is an... Uh, the, empty hour right after that so from what I understand is um, I can go on uh, and play some more music for you if that's okay with you and uh, there are four super cool actually five super cool local shows happening on Saturday Saturday will be a busy day there's so many things to things to do and I would like you to uh, sort of let you know about those shows if you're not aware and also we will do some ticket giveaways so maybe if you like what you hear uh, you can go and check out some of the shows for free. Let's start. Uh, let's start with the show. All of the shows which I'll be talking to you about uh, we are, are happening on uh, Saturday, the January what's the, January seventeenth, two thousand fifteen. And the first show I'd like you to talk about is happening at the Cobalt. The Vicious Cycles, the Transmitters, and Sound City Hooligans are playing on Saturday at the Cobalt. Let's hear all four, uh, all three bands which are playing. And while we're doing this, while the music is playing, feel free to give me a call at 604-822-2487, 604-822-2487 to win a pair of tickets to this show on Saturday. Uh, the Vicious Cycles, Transmitters, and Sound City Hooligans. All right, let's check out uh, the Vicious Cycles. Keep your hands off my bike. And you're listening to Rocket from Russia. They are playing on Saturday at the Cobalt.
Hello, hello, hello. We just heard three local bands which are playing this Saturday at the um, Cobalt. Uh, the Vicious Cycles, the Transmitters, and Sound City Hooligans. Uh, this is happening January 17th, Saturday at the Cobalt. And the whole, uh, the uh, that's the Vicious Cycles uh, show. And there's a couple of cool things happening uh, with the show. Uh, I'll just read out from Facebook. It says here, raise a glass to Bronken Joes on his birthday. So there will be a birthday party. Uh, beat a phone farewell to Skinny Team playing his last show with uh, Vicious Cycles. Uh, some special guests will be joining us too, but we wouldn't want to spoil the surprise. So that's uh, Vicious Cycles uh, preparing some uh, big uh, surprise uh, show full of surprises. I guess that's how it is. Uh, let's quickly go over the songs which I played for you. The opening track was by the Vicious Cycles. Uh, that was a song called Keep Your Hands Off My Bike. Uh, the Strange and Terrible Saga of the Vicious Cycles. That was their debut album which came out, I believe, in 2011. Right after that, we heard a song from the 7-inch uh, Transmitters. Um, that was a song called Writing on the Walls. And the name of the 7-inch was Dream Our Dreams Away uh, slash Writing on the Walls 7-inch. And the final track was by Sound City Hooligans. Uh, that was a song called Saints in a Row uh, from their uh, album Live. Oh, sorry, Leave Loud. Uh, that's that's the correct pronunciation. All right, uh, let's move on. Let's move on to the next local show and to the next um, show I'm excited about. Uh, Greg Rekus is coming to Vancouver on the way back from his trip to Hawaii, as I understand. He went to play the show, like a tour to Hawaii and back. This is, I guess, how it works. If um, while I'm playing the music, I'll confirm all the details, but it definitely has to do something the trip to Hawaii. And he is playing at the Lana Luz with Bone Daddies and Poison Corn. Uh, this show is also on Saturday, at, as I said, at Lana Luz. And let's also check out a couple of uh, tracks by uh, Greg Rekus and Bone Daddies. If you want to get to show to check out the show for free, 604-822-2487, Feel free to call in if you want to get a free pair of tickets to the show. All right, my friends, uh, let's check out. And this is Greg Rekas from his uh, brand new album, Punk Acoustic. And this is a song called Abandon the Guilty.
never have, never will, never did. Motivations drag us down with every step. Sometimes there's nothing left but a dead body. So much that I could not ignore. Do not I ignore. knew that I'd be going out and wrecking twisted steel. That wheel and my sweaty hands was the only thing that's real. Cause I know that my luck was running out. And I know, know that my luck was running Speed. This guy is thirsty for my blood, and he's catching up to me. Well, once they fast up, then my riders are put through my chest. I'm going out on a ball of flames, and man, you know the rest.
Hello, hello, hello. You're listening to the radio station CITR on 101.9 FM in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And we heard two songs by Greg Rackus and Boom Daddies. And uh, those two artists are playing on Saturday at the Lana Luz. Also, Poison Corn is playing. And uh, that was Greg Rackus' uh, tour to Hawaii. I did a little bit of internet uh, research. It's too big of the words for that because I just went on Greg Rackus' uh, Facebook page, but whatever. Uh, if you're not familiar with him, he used to be in a band which you probably, lots of people know, mm, in a band from Winnipeg, High Five Drive, uh, and now he's playing as a solo, and he is touring to Hawaii, or he is going back, or he is going there, and then he's coming back from Hawaii, and he's playing a whole bunch of places on the way uh, there. So the show on Saturday at Atlanta loses one of those uh, stops uh, to Hawaii, so which is I assume is a very, very uh, long trip. Uh, so he will be playing uh, Bone Daddies and Poison Corn. Let's quickly tell you what I played for you. The opening track was by uh, Greg Rackus from his uh, solo album Punk Acoustic, which came out last year. Abandoned the Guilty, that was the name of the song. And then we heard a local band called Bone Daddies, uh, the song called Wheelman from their uh, second uh, studio release, Sinister City. Alright, let's move on to the show number three, which I am excited about, and this is the show which features Poor Form, uh, the band Poor Form, uh, if uh, you're not familiar, uh, the members of Needles and Pins and Siren Forms are playing on... Sorry, Siren Songs. Sorry, that was uh, miscorrect information. Needles and Pins and Siren Songs uh, members are playing in this band. And they are playing at this place called Black Lab. I'm not familiar with this uh, place. I've never been this before. But uh, poor former playing the Pura Mania and the band called Infidel. So let's check out and I'd like to play a brand new song by Poor Form. I'm not sure if this is some sort of a premiere maybe yes, maybe not, but this is a brand new song by Poor Form. They're playing on Saturday with Pura Mania and Infidel at the Black Lab. Uh, There's no need to call uh, to win tickets because the show is free, so you don't even have to worry about the financial side of things. It's just a matter of enjoying the music for free. Alright, this is Poor Form. Put it off.
Hello, 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 you are still, still listening to Rocket from Russia on CITR. It is not normally the time when I uh, am on air, 10 to 11, but uh, this hour was free, so I decided to uh, use that hour and play some local music for your listening pleasure, promoting the shows which are happening this weekend and uh, to be specific on Saturday, January 17th. Uh, this is what we just heard, three bands playing um, in Vancouver uh, Saturday. And uh, let's quickly go over the songs which I played for you. The opening track was a new song by Poor Form, which features uh, Adam from Needles and Pins and Legs from Siren uh, songs. And that was a song called Put It Off. Right after that, we heard a band called Puramania. That was a song called So Speed Shoso. Not sure how to what, what that means or how to pronounce it. But this is exciting. First of all, this is a local band, but sounds like they... S- sing in a Spanish language or some other language and I don't already care I'm already stoked this is enough for me to get stoked a local band which sings in a different uh, language this is super exciting and like I'm curious to see them that was a song from their uh, their, one of the internet uh, music pages not Bandcamp the other one the orange one not sure what I don't remember the name of it but like uh, they have a page so this is where I played their song from Pura Mania Sospecoso that's the name of the song and the final track was Infi- uh, by the band called Infidel uh, from their demo, uh, and that was a song called Cri du Cuyer. That's the that was the name of the song. All those three bands, Poor Form, Pura Mania, and Infidel, are playing at the new place, uh, new to me at least, uh, the Black Lab. Uh, the, it says here on the Facebook page that the Black Lab is a DIY space in downtown East Side. Uh, in Vancouver, and if you know the address, it says that you need to email them uh, to get the correct address. I think the email is theblacklab at gmail.com. It says on their Tumblr page, and they will tell you the address. This is what I'm gonna do. I will email them and find out the address because I want to check out that show. Um, and and yeah, that 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 that's the plan for Saturday. All right, let's move on to the final show, which I'm stoked about on Saturday. Saturday will be won't be easy. Me and my friend Kevin were talking how we gonna balance all that stuff out. There's so many good shows, we want to see all of them. It's impossible to be at the same time at four different venues. Uh, so we would have to make some sacrifices and tough choices would have to be made. Uh, final show, which I would love to focus your attention on, uh, is happening at a place called 333. And uh, three, it's a 30-year birthday bash for TJ Gibson. Uh, that's his birthday coming up. Happy birthday, first of all. And there's uh, four, uh, it says four bands, but three announced. And there will be one more guest, which uh, it says to be announced. So we'll focus only on the three bands which are playing. And the band I'm excited the most, this is the new, my new favorite local band. If you've been listening at uh, with a high level of intention to Rocket from Russia, <laughs> which I probably, I don't think you did, which is a good thing. Uh, my you local favorite band used to be the, the band called The Greatest Sons, but they already made a pretty good enough uh, name, so they can just transition in just the section of uh, being just favorite local bands. So I need a new one, and the new one is called The Shotsies. I don't know much about them, I just found them this week. Uh, they released their first three songs um, 
on the band on their Bandcamp page, uh, and uh, the name of their EP, three-song EP, is called The World Premiere. This is a band from Chilliwack, British Columbia, The Shotsies. I don't know what that means, The Shotsies. If somebody knows, could you please translate that for me? But they are playing on Saturday, and they uh, this is EP is killer. Three songs, three killer songs. So. They will be from now on my new favorite local band, and we'll see what happens after that. Let's check them out. Uh, this is the Shatsis playing on Saturday at 3.33. Uh, they are playing with the Stuck and Earth and Obscene's Being. And let's check out one of those songs from this uh, new EP. Uh, I would like to play a song called Up to the Attic. All right, let's listen. This is the Shatsis all the way from Chilliwack, British Columbia, Canada. And this is their super hit, Up to the Attic.
Hello, hello, hello. That was weekly punk rock radio show Rocket from Russia. Thank you so much for listening and sticking uh, with the whole extra long uh, edition of this episode. Hour and a half. Wow, that's too long. Uh, I hope you at least, at, uh, at least, hopefully, a part of it. Uh, all right, uh, let's quickly go over the uh, songs which I played for you. All those three bands, uh, Stuck in Earth, The Shotsies, and Obscene Being a Plane at 333 at TJ's 30th birthday uh, show. Uh, again, on Saturday, January 17th. And uh, I got so excited about The Shotsies, I forgot to tell you the, to call in to win some tickets. But uh, after I'm signing off, feel free to call in 604-822-2487 and we can negotiate a deal about uh, all the um, shows which I announced today on air. Uh, so let's quickly go over the um, uh, songs which I played for you. The opening track was by new favorite local band The Shotsies, Up to the Attic uh, from their EP World Premiere. Right after that, we heard Obscene Being from that demo and it was a song called Time. And then uh, we heard The Stuck Nerve uh, from their Way the time EP, uh, and that was a song called Hard Days Work. All those free bands are playing at 333 on Saturday. All right, like I said, after I'm signing off, you feel free to call 604-822-2487 to uh, win uh, some tickets to the shows, to those shows. Let's go over it. Uh, Saturday, January 17th. The Vicious Cycles, the Transmitters, and Sound City Hooligans at the Cobalt. Greg Regus, Bone Dadius, Poison Corn, Atlanta Luz, Struck and Earth, The Shots is Obscene Bean and 333, and the free show uh, happening at Black Lab, Pura Mania, Poor Form, and Infidel. Uh, those are the shows are happening on Saturday. Will be a lot of tough choices, at least uh, for me and my friend Kevin, to be made uh, to in terms of pick uh, which shows we're going to. Alright, this is it. I'm talking way too much, and it's been an extra long edition. Um, right after that, um, the last Legendary, the one, uh, the magnificent, the fantastic, the genius uh, radio show uh, will be on air from 12 p.m. to 1. Is it p.m. as well? Yeah, that's the p.m. Duncan's Donuts, the legendary radio show at 12 o'clock. And that was Rocket from Russia, generally speaking, usually uh, uh, Thursday 10 to 11, but this will be happening until um, March, I believe March 19th. Uh, the week of March 19th, I would have, we will change the date uh, for this radio show. Uh, it's not confirmed officially, but looks like this will be on Thursday morning. Alright, I'm talking way too much. Somebody else already calling in to win some tickets. Thank you so much for listening. Check out rocketfromrussia.tumblr.com for all the episodes and upcoming list of upcoming shows. And uh, today in the show I played you my interview with Chuck Reagan. And I'd like to play this his uh, Hot Waters music cover of True Believers. Because Chuck Reagan uh, finished uh, this, his set in Vancouver with that song. Alright, this is it. Thank you so much for listening. And this is Hot Water Music, True Believers. Walk on by, got some friends I love tonight. 